Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. He leaves away. Australia away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Donaldson strikes again. She's on a hat-trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry. The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth T20 World Cup title in front of a magical crowd at the MCG. Hello and welcome to the Scooby Other Cricket Podcast dedicated to the women's game. I'm Emily Collin. And I'm Laura Dilley. And on the show today, we've got Erin Burns joining us. So Burnsy has had... An amazing start to the WBBL. I think she was, yeah, she was really missed last season by the Sixers. And, um, yeah, she's really uh, making her presence felt uh, with the Sixers. I think only Georgia Redmayne has made more runs than her this season. So great to catch up with Burnsy. Uh, but firstly, LJ, we've got a, a weekend's worth of WBBL action to catch up on. As, as always, a lot happening. But uh, firstly, most importantly, did you have a favourite performance from a week, anyone that really stood out. As you mentioned, I wanted to um, call out Erin Burns' ridiculous innings against the Adelaide Strikers. They had no right to still be in that match and she hit, what, 71 off 52 balls and took it right down to the final over and really they they almost won it. So that yeah. was just incredible to see from Burnsy. Yeah. What was your highlight, Em? Uh, mine was one that we have literally just come off watching. It was um, it's great to see Amanda Jade Wellington doing what she does best, uh, just tearing it up in Adelaide. So Wello uh, at the back end against the Renegades just cleaned up, took five for eight, uh, equaled the best figures in the WBBL, which also belonged to her, which she took uh, in last year's final series against the Heat. So, yeah, Wello, what a weapon. I feel like when she's bowling like that, you just can't play her, just proving why she is one of the best leg spinners in the country. So it's it's always great to see. And there were a few surprises this week, a couple of unexpected results and yeah. performances. Um, I would say my biggest surprise of the week was the Scorchers being beaten by the Thunder. Yeah. Uh, courtesy of Lauren Smith's five-wicket haul. Yeah. Uh, it felt like a result that came a little bit out of nowhere. The, the Scorchers had been absolutely flying across their first few matches. The Thunder had really struggled. And then they've come out and knocked off the rainy champs. How good. And on a similar note for me, I feel like we've seen a little bit of a chink in the armour of the Scorchers over the last week. I mean, you know, we were all talking them up uh, in the lead into the season. They've got an amazing list. They're obviously the defending champs. But um, 
as we saw, they lost to the Thunder. And they also nearly, they got very close to losing to the Melbourne Stars, who were one of the teams that we might not have expected to give the Scorchers a run for their money. So, and that was a whacker at the whacker as well. So the Stars, they didn't make a huge total. They finished on nine for 110 on Thursday night at the whacker. But um, the Stars, they, they, gave it a, they gave it a good crack with the ball. I think Kim Garth went straight through Sophie Devine, Chloe Paparu as well. And they just took a lot of wickets. And I think it kind of proved that when you get through that Scorchers top order of Divine, Mooney went out relatively cheaply, like 35. She would have wanted to go on, uh, made more runs than that. So when you get through those that, that top order of the Scorchers, like you can expose them. So it was great to see the Stars give it a crack. And yeah, they, they got really close. I mean, I think we saw some nervous moments from the young Stars towards the back end of the match that probably cost them. But yeah, it's good signs for them moving forward. And I, I hope we see them get a win very soon. Yeah, absolutely. And they've got a big, big match this weekend. Yes, they've got a, a Melbourne derby to look forward to, which we love. Um, and LJ, next next one, it's our favourite little segment. Uh, it was previously called the random tidbit <laughs> of the week, but <laughs> we've decided that's a bit vague. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to opt for our favourite moment away from the cricket. So LJ, anything exciting happened off the field that you particularly enjoyed this week? Well, unfortunately, it got washed out. Sad. But I was stoked to see the Perth Scorchers announce that they're going to play their first Pride matches this season. Mm. Unfortunately, it was a washout against the Hurricanes on Sunday. Um, it would have been really cool to see all the players out there wearing their rainbows, but yeah. they will get another crack at it in the men's competition in January. So it's it's really cool to see the club joining the Sixers as only the second mm. team to host a Pride match in Big Bash history. Um, hopefully the league get on board and it becomes yep. a tournament-wide thing in the future. Fingers crossed. But one thing we were super lucky not to miss out on was the arrivals of yeah. the players. Iconic. It was Simply iconic. And I want them to do it every match. Every match. Who was the best? It's a really great question. <laughs> I loved Shelly Nitschke's vibe. Yeah, so it was classic Shell, just like cool, understated, but she looked like a boss. And I <laughs> yeah, cool pants. Really cool pants. Um, I mean, like Sophie Devine just looked hilarious. I, I don't really know what that vibe was. <laughs> like, it was like Marge Simpson-esque. <laughs> I just like, yeah, but like obsessed with it, like really obsessed with it. Um, who else? Lily Mills looked really cool. I yeah. liked it, like I rated that. Uh, Matilda Carmichael with the dog, the dogs. Like, I really, I enjoyed that. Um, hopefully more of that to come at Lilac Hill uh, this season. But yeah, just obsessed with the whole concept. I agree. We need more of it every game. Everyone, everyone get on board. The Scorchers, the Scorchers have started something here and, and I want more of it. Yeah, every club needs to do this. It's the season. And another, another thing that was, it's like the Scorchers, I mean, yeah, we were just saying like they're looking a bit shaky on the field, but off the field, they're just killing it. Like they're doing such a good job. And another thing we've loved is seeing uh, Sophie Devine's Wicket Charity Challenge coming to life. Haven't seen as many teams jump on board as we maybe would have liked, but the Scorchers have certainly been embracing it. I mean... Piper Cleary doing the worm on the field. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Like, like how good like how can you not get around that? I I'm also obsessed with that. So, so yeah, a lot of fun looks like like it looks like the Scorchers girls are having a lot of fun off the field and I'm sure that will translate to to more more on field success as the season goes on. A few talking points we wanted to touch on yeah. from um, the action so far. It's hard to believe we're what? Almost two weeks into two the weeks? season now. Crazy. Where's the time going? It goes so fast. <laughs> I think the um, 
something that's surprised me so far has just been that the Melbourne Renegades haven't quite clicked mm. the way we thought they would. Yeah. I think losing Harmer Pritcourt is massive. She was obviously player of the tournament last yeah. year, a huge reason behind why they finished second on the ladder. Yeah. But there's still so much talent in that list, and right now it's just not coming together for them. No, it doesn't really look like it's clicking. Like, I don't know if maybe there's just got a few key players out of form, or I don't know. I'm sure it'll click at some stage, but we haven't seen it yet. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the derby, because I think, like, leading into the season, we ought to have thought, yeah, that, that's the Gades, for sure. But stars are a red-hot chance. Yeah, and interesting that the Renegades have also opted to swap out their replacement overseas player. They maybe thought they were only going to need Dave Jones for two matches, um, but now that Humphrey's not coming, they've instead brought in Shamari Adepadu. Yeah, which will be fun. Like, always fun to watch Shamari Adepadu play. She's a weapon. So it'll be interesting to see how she can slot into the team, I guess. Another another interesting point was um, the, the league, the Big Bash League, have made the decision... Uh, I think based from a re- on a request from the Sydney Thunder to have the remaining matches at Blacktown move to North Sydney Oval. I mean, it was, it's an interesting call. Um, I guess it's the Thunder giving up their home matches. Uh, we know that they'll play the Sydney Smash. They were meant to be playing a Sydney Smash at uh, Blacktown, but they'll be playing that at North Sydney Oval, which is a pretty happy hunting ground for the Sydney Sixers. So it's interesting that they've given up that home ground advantage. But it's also, I guess you've got to think, like it, was, it looked like the Thunder really struggled on that wicket. It's you've got to think about like how much would that um, start to their season three consecutive losses to start their season, how much will that end up hurting their season? Yeah, they, they talked about having those early home games and mm. how they wanted to make it a fortress and start off with a bunch of wins at home and turned out the complete opposite. Not a fortress. No. So, yeah, it's, it's a big call. Um, the Plovers, I think, have endorsed it. <laughs> very happy to have no picketers. Yeah. <laughs> they got their wish. Oh, yeah, so we'll... We'll be back at North Sydney Oval. I mean, I'm hopefully there's still a really good crowd of both magenta and lime green supporters out at North Sydney Oval. Um, but LJ, we've got we've got some cracking matches on the agenda for the upcoming week. Um, any particular match that you've got your eye on? Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to jumping on the Western Highway and uh, oh yeah, heading out to Ballarat to see the Melbourne Derby. Amazing. First WBBL game in Victoria in, what, a thousand or something days? Crazy. I can't wait to be there. It's going to be good. Yeah, so overdue. I also cannot wait to get on the road, get down to Ballarat. Hopefully some uh, locals are out in full force. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm pumped. Um, I am most looking forward to... We've got a final rematch on Friday, and I reckon this is poised to be pretty good. Um, So we've got the Scorchers versus the Strikers. So I think it's it's going to be an interestingly poised match. I mean, the Strikers are coming off two wins. They'll be full of confidence. And as we've said, the Scorchers, they're looking a little bit shaky. So I think this will be a real test for them. This, we know how good the Strikers bowling lineup is. Um, and the Scorchers, yeah, we know how um, how good their batting, batting order is. So it'll be interesting to see if the Strikers, if they can get a few early wickets and get through that top order game on so can't wait bring it on uh but for now uh we hope you enjoy a great chat with Erin Burns. Erin Burns aka Glitz Girl welcome back to the scoop it's great great to have you back um first of all has that nickname stuck and if not why not? (laughs) (laughs) Um it actually hasn't stuck heaps not as much as um Sporty Suze aka Susie Bates she's um 
she's getting sporty all the time. Um, so some, somehow I think everyone's um, attention has been drawn to Sporty Sue's uh, Hotmail and, and not so much Glitz Girl, which I'm not unhappy with, to be perfectly honest with you. But, um, yeah, I get it every now and then. And, look, I think we just have to wear our past and wear it well. So, um, yeah, I, um, when, when Glitz Girl comes up on the, on the odd occasion, I kind of give it the old, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Bernsey, we do, yeah, we do love your banter on, on the mic and it, it adds so much for everyone watching. Like how, when you get um, like asked to be on the mic, how do you approach it? Like, are you pretty, are you pretty loose with it? You just want to be yourself? Like, and have you ever like said anything on air that you might regret? <laughs> um, yeah, there's not a lot of prep to be perfectly honest. I mean, that, <laughs> Um, in that occasion, um, Sporty Suze was actually supposed to be on the mic and um, she wasn't really feeling it. So I, I got <laughs> kind of handballed it last minute. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, always, I always enjoy it. I think the thing that I'm probably most self-conscious about is the fact that you sound like you're talking to yourself in the middle of the field. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of a little bit disconcerting. I mean, usually I kind of find myself on a boundary so I can kind of, you know, pace up and down and, and kind of have a little bit of a chat and not be too worried about it. But um, I found myself in the inner ring quite a bit and um, was really supremely aware of the fact that I was going just like chit-chatting away at extra cover <laughs> while, um, you know, bowls coming in. So um, that would probably be more more the thing. But, um, yeah, no, no, nothing particular that I uh, that I feel like I <laughs> regret saying. Good. Maybe sometimes it comes out a bit of verbal diary, but, um, you know, I think that kind of adds all to it a little bit. Yeah, we did enjoy the Hotmail chat. It definitely got a lot of talk going in our office. Oh, <laughs> we're yeah. all sharing our office. Any yeah, other good no, ones had... from the team that came up? Uh, no, I reckon those are probably the two best. The least Perry was just, um, I think she was Pez, um, Pez 006 or something, something. Mm. So it was like nothing kind of too crazy. I think I think it's more of a generational thing. Yeah. Um, me, me and Sue's been of a, of a certain vintage um, kind of that was when I think Hotmail was at its um, in its infancy hey. so you know you really did try and kind of get that edge um, and um, in retrospect yeah pretty funny we were just having having some chats over dinner and I, I kind of oh, I always like asking this question you know what was your first Hotmail account yeah it's a good one it's usually it's usually pretty um it's pretty embarrassing but um, <laughs> I think we can all you know, sympathise with our 12-year-old selves and kind of give ourselves a bit of slack. <laughs> yeah. I'll always hold on to M underscore cheeky underscore monkey. Love it. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a good one. It's a good one. Crazy. heavy use of underscores, that's for sure, so, in, the, uh, in the early days. <laughs> so good. And, Bernsey, if you're, if you're watching the WBBL, if you flick on Channel 7 to just, you know, soak it up, is there anyone else mm. from another team that you enjoy uh, listening to with the mic on? Uh, I think I think every kind of team's got got some good banter kind of um, you know going about. I think no, no one person in particular. I think it's cool that they tend to you know share it around uh, mm. around the group. But um, I think what what it gives is just that insight into um, a bit behind the scenes. And I think yeah. that's kind of you know we can all talk cricket and everyone's kind of tuning in for the cricket. But I think if you can kind of give a little bit a little bit of um, behind-the-scenes insight, and that's um, that's always kind of something a little bit different. But to be perfectly honest with you, I haven't really watched a hell of a lot of it, the other oh, games. No. I've seen some, obviously highlights and things like that. But, um, yeah, when um, when they've kind of, you know, had time off, and, and obviously a lot of our games have been double-headers as well. So yeah. um, we've kind of been warming up and been at the ground when the previous game was, was going on. So trying to kind of keep a little bit of eye out what's going on, but not necessarily kind of hearing the, um, hearing the recorded banter on field. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's, uh, there's obviously some, some pretty, um, 
colourful characters kind of kicking about the WBBL, so it's always been fun. And now to chat a bit about the Sixers, um, obviously you had to miss last season when you couldn't join the team. How good is it be, to be back and wearing the magenta again? Oh, it's unreal. I, you know, I had official FOMO last year, um, mm. having not been able to get across border lines and, yeah, kind of, you know, pretty frustrating with, with how that kind of season eventuated. But um, I think it's kind of, you know, a little bit more of a fire to get back into it this season. And, yeah, I think uh, I'm not just speaking for myself here, but I think we get, like, us as the Sixers group are just really, really enjoying our cricket. I think, um, you know, there's a really good vibe and a really good buzz about the group and, um, you know, some new faces and certainly some old faces as well. But, um, yeah, there just seems to be like a really, a really good fun atmosphere at the moment. And that always kind of means that you're going to enjoy your cricket a hell of a lot more when you, when you got around a group that really gels quite well. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it so far. Obviously we're what four, four games in, I think at this stage, um, with um, a little bit of travelling and a little bit on the road to go, but um, yeah, it's been it's been awesome, awesome this season. As you said, yeah, after a bit of a, a frustrating time last year. Uh, as you mentioned, Burnsy, two big name additions to the group. We got Sporty Sue's, Susie Bates in the Magenta, and yeah. Sophie Eccleston as well. How have those two been around the group? Yeah, they've been awesome. Um, I managed to um, um, jet over for a couple of um, games over in the hundred this season um, and played uh, just a couple of weeks with Soph and she's a um, good character over there and, and certainly um, since sitting, um, hitting Australian soil, she's been, um, she's been such a good addition. She's absolute character, um, super, super funny, um, doesn't take herself too seriously and is just, yeah, fantastic around the group. Um, and I think she's really enjoying her first hit out in WBBL. I know, um, you know, she's had a few offers and, and a few last minute kind of, um, turned downs of uh, various different seasons and for, for various reasons. But um, I think yeah, chatting with her throughout the week, she said that, yeah, she's been absolutely loving it so far. So um, hopefully we can. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
um, see a bit more of her in the in the next couple of seasons because she's not doing too badly either so far. So you know, always handy to have the number one T twenty um, ranked bowler in your team <laughs> um, in the world. So um, that's great. And obviously, you know, Susie from a from a playing point of view, you know, you. It, not nine times out of nine, I should say ten times out of ten. Don't know why I said nine, but anyway, you, you, you have her in your team. Um, so uh, yeah, she's fantastic, and obviously kind of brings that real cool, calm head to the group, as well as a, yeah, such a character off the field as well. And you know, she's she's been around and, and done pretty much everything when it comes to women's cricket, both from an international and a domestic standpoint, and and certainly knows the WBBL inside out. So. Um, yeah, those two have just been an absolutely incredible addition to, to the squad. And, and as I said, not only kind of contributing on field, which is pretty evident, but um, off the field, bring, in, bring us an awesome vibe nice. as well. Did Sophie, did Sophie rate your English accent? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if she does. Um, I think I'm pretty good. Every time I kind of um, see her, I'm like, Sophie. And she kind of gives me a bit of a, all right, all right, don't see. All right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm not too good when I'm pumped, though. It usually has to come organically. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, um, uh, yeah, she's um, she's definitely got a pretty distinct accent. So I, yeah, think, it's awesome. I think everyone in the team's kind of starting to get a little bit infiltrated by it. And you've had um, another English woman come on board too with Lottie this year. How's it been working mm-hmm. with one of the, the all-time greats of, of cricket? Yeah, it's been amazing. Um, I haven't spent much time with Lot apart from just kind of when obviously she's been coaching in WBBL and saying good game and, and, and the odd kind of, you know, quite short chat, but um, yeah, she's been fantastic. Again, um, just brings a really good energy to, to the group. I think in talking with her preseason um, about what her vision was for, for the team, she, she kind of said that she obviously identified that there's a lot of talent. Um, floating about the group. Um, so for, for her, it was less about, you know, tactically and um, and I guess kind of skills-wise, like really honing down on things and more about trying to bring a group together and I guess kind of like find that little spark that kind of creates a, a bit of a click. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's, it's been awesome. She, as I said, she's, um, she's a really funny, funny um, person just in general and, and always brings like a really, really fun light energy to things and um doesn't like to overcomplicate things which i think in particularly t20 cricket is um is really really beneficial and then obviously we've got anya strubsole as well so another Tommy. Yep. we've been infiltrated by him take over it's been <laughs> yeah it's been um it's been really really fun anya's um such a laugh as well i think yeah. her first um first um training session up in Mackay um because we were playing brisbane heat obviously that first game and you know, Jess Kerr bowls some pretty handy innies, and I think we know someone else in the um, coaching staff that bowls some pretty handy in swings. So um, <laughs> she was um, put to a, put to her paces. I reckon she I reckon she trundled out about twenty k's in that first uh, <laughs> sorry, 20, 20 overs in that first nice first, uh, training session. It just, so good. just in the joggers as well. Didn't didn't put the spikes on, so she was pretty stiff and sore for a few days afterwards. But um, but no, it's been awesome. As I said, um, yeah, just fr- fr- across both both the um the coaching staff and the and the playing staff and even all the support staff in general um it's been it's been a really really good cohesive group nice good vibes so you mentioned the spark that Lottie was looking for like was there anything in particular that she changed or like can you identify where that spark has come from um not necessarily I don't think it's anything that's terribly tangible I think if we all knew that then you know it's kind of like (laughs) what makes those kind of successful teams successful right so that's something that you can't quite describe, but 
Um, yeah, I think I think for me, it's just it, it seems a little bit more stripped back, um, a little bit more focused on just kind of doing your own process as well, um, and and obviously having like those one-on-one individual conversations with players um, in regards to what what they're working on. But as as a general thing, uh, rule, just trying to I guess instill a bit more um, trust and. Um, you know, trusting your own skill set and, and confidence, you know, in your in in what you're going out there to do. And she's a good she's a good hype chick, Lottie. Like she, you know, <laughs> she can go into the nets feeling a little bit. Oh, yeah. and you go out there thinking, oh man, I'm the best player in the world. So <laughs> I think um, that pipe chick is, um, is really really cool. So um, yeah, I think that's definitely something that's probably um, um, attributing to to that spark. So to speak. how good, nice. So. Speaking of hype chicks, um, Elisa yeah. Healy said the other day on the blast that your 71 off 38 was one of the best WBBL knocks that she's ever seen. So, <laughs> hype chick. <Right. laughs> so, you're currently sitting. Coming from Midge, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting second on the runs table, Vernzi. Um, fair to say you're making oh, right. the most of being back in the magenta, being back in the WBBL. Yeah, I didn't actually know that until, um, until just now. So, I'm not much of a stats girl myself, but. Um, yeah, no, it's um, it's been good fun. I think um, look, I think we can all identify that T Twenty cricket can be a physical game at best at the best times. So, um, yeah, I've really, I've really enjoyed um, coming back in, and obviously, you know, missing last year and and being a senior player in the group, and and probably aware that you know there are some pretty young, talented kids coming through. I kind of had a pretty open conversation with Lottie, being like, look, I'm more than happy to do whatever role you kind of want for me um so I certainly don't kind of expect any particular position and that kind of thing with the with the list that we have but um yeah no it's been cool to be to be backed in in that in that middle order it's a position that I've always really really enjoyed um batting in and I think um just kind of um found myself in a just a couple of positions I guess the first game and this last game where I've been able to face a few more balls um than than perhaps in previous seasons so um yeah that's no, been good fun I think um there's no you know there's no one word or, or anything that's particularly kind of um you know that I can kind of say is that is the difference so to speak but I'm just yeah really enjoying my cricket at the moment um I always find big bash the highlight of my season in particular um so and just loving being back with the girls it's been it's been really really cool yeah. and um Midge was also saying on the blast uh, about how you guys apparently have one of the older lists in the comp <laughs> has, yeah. has that been a bit different to other years and is it something the older girls are embracing yeah yeah absolutely um I think uh it's cool to have have a bit of that, that I guess older list or um, I guess the veterans, the vets. Um, yeah, um, Ash Gardner, even though I wouldn't really consider her no. old, I think she's like 24, 25, but she, um, she started a, um, uh, what, a group in the WhatsApp for the, uh, senior players originally calling it the oldies. And then I kind of said, um, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I kind of just followed up being, yeah, feeling a bit stiff by name and a bit stiff by nature. So now we're the stiffies. Um, so anyway, um, but you yeah, know, it's been great. It's been, um, it's been cool. But in saying that, you know, I, I spend most of my season, uh, with the breakers who have an incredibly young squad and yeah. I equally enjoy, um, enjoy the, um, hanging out with those young girls that certainly um keeps my uh acronyms and um tiktok references up to date which um 
Very important. Certainly, you know, handy in this space. Um, But do sometimes find myself kind of throwing out a couple of, you know, three-letter acronyms and people are staring at me, oh, what the hell? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, this is only for sub-21-year-olds that kind of are aware of this. So, um, yeah, no, as I said, awesome to kind of have have the list that we have and, you know, a bit of a mix of of certainly experience and and some, some, I guess, older heads, but, but the young girls coming through and, um, obviously like your Maitland Browns and your, um, I would even kind of say, yeah, yeah, Ash Jen, uh, sorry, Angie Jenford, she's, she's a, a talent for the future. Kate Peterson, like a lot of the younger girls coming through, uh, have bring such energy and, and equally as, um, as influential on the group as the older girls do. Nice. Nice. Love it, Bernsey. And we wanted to talk a little bit about, um, your life as being a cricketer and, being a mum as well. So Rach, Rach Haynes was saying the other day that your two sons, Jack and Hugo, were hanging out, having a great time at the cricket together. How's the um, mm-hmm. how's the WBBL Mothers Club going? Yeah, well, Jackie, because we've been on the road a bit, um, Jackie hasn't been able to come along to any of the games just yet. So he's just been watching um, from the comfort of the lounge room, um, which funnily enough, and I'm not just saying this, he absolutely loves watching WBL cricket like it's crazy I think it's something to do with the colors and I don't know just the constant movement or something but he'll sit there and watch the screen and um not move for like 20 minutes and Anna's loving that because she's like oh god I can do things you know um so no he hasn't um he hasn't come along to any of the games just yet but um they're both going to come along to the Melbourne round and I think the first round as well so um they'll be able to to get get some um in fair on-field experience, um, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like you said, um, Jack and, and Hugo managed to have a bit of a play date on the hill at one of the WNCL matches at um, North Sydney. Uh, and um, Jack's a pretty handsy little fella. He's just turned nine months and, and everything that can go in his mouth will go in his mouth, including people's faces. So um, he, uh, he, he, I think he stunned Hugo a little bit for, for the first <laughs> um, couple of minutes because he goes like, whoa, whoa, you know kind of <laughs> back up a little bit here, fella. Um, but uh, no, he, um, he, he and Hugo ended up kind of finding a middle ground. I think now he started, he started crawling as of a couple of days ago. So um, I think, I think it's, I think Hugo won't be able to hold him off any longer. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> Watch out. Texting, um, Rach and Leah the other day saying when, when it comes Sydney smash time, it'll be, you know, smash on the ground and smash on the hill, I reckon, between the boys. So it should be good fun. What's been the biggest change for you that you found since becoming a mum? The lack of sleep. um, (laughs) The lack of no joking. Um, No, it's been incredible. I think um, you know I I, am working as well. Sorry, that's my cat's tail just there and coming into frame. Um, Cat (laughs) uh, working as well, um, like doing my physio stuff and and training, Mm. and then obviously kind of having having Jackie at home. It's kind of like. Um, really honed my organisational skills. Oh, sorry. Um, so you just wanted to, you know, get in on the action. Um, yeah, um, but it's been, I, I think, I don't know, you can't explain it until you're a parent, mm. I guess, but um, all I want to do is just stare at him. Oh. You know, he's just like any time, any any tiny little thing that he does, I don't know. Like, oh, did you hear that? Did you see that? And, and it's just getting better and better because he's getting more and more interactive and, and doing, doing, like doing more and more things. And, 
um, yeah, it's been such a, such a amazing experience and, um, yeah, super, super fortunate that I have such a beautiful wife and Anna, she's done an amazing job with, with Jack while I've been kind of, you know, scooting about the place from work to, to training, to playing and all, and all the rest of it. So, um, yeah, no, it's, um, it's been, it's been incredible, um, journey so far and, and yes, it just kind of, as I, uh, people always t- tell you, um, you know, it just gets better and better, but that's certainly the case now in our, um, in our journey, I guess. Oh, <laughs> so, so cute. Plenty, for, plenty more to go. You know, plenty you more. ask me the same thing in two weeks time when he's teasing and I'll be like, ah, but anyway, <laughs> at the moment it's a really sweet spot. So great. Oh, so cute. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> to see the Sydney smash off the field between Jack and Hugo. <laughs> And have, <laughs> yes. are any of like your teammates, like breakers or sixes, do any of them like, are any of them really clucky and do they just love hanging out with Jack, oh my God. like holding Lauren him? Lauren Cheadle, <laughs> Lauren Cheadle is, anytime that there's a baby around, Cheats is like honing in, like her eyes, <laughs> sorry, um, her <laughs> eyes light up and um, yeah, like we were on the plane coming back from Adelaide the other day and there's a little girl like, you know, next like kind of couple seats back and Cheats is like, doing faces and so um yeah she's um Loz, Loz has already said when we when we go away she's like I'll be on baby babysitting duties and um so yeah no cheats is um I've nominated her as chief um chief crash officer nice. um and she said that she's more than happy with that um with that label so um yeah definitely I would say Lauren Cheadle as um you know gold silver and bronze in that respect yeah and as we've been saying, Bernsey, we've also got a, a Sydney smash on the horizon in Sixers Territory. We know you spent a lot of the off-season, as you mentioned before, um, training with the Breakers, some of the young guns mm-hmm. in the Thunder. Uh, we wanted to just quickly touch on Phoebe Litchfield. She was looking great touch the other day, and we know you um, spent a lot of time training with her. Um, how yeah. was it working with Phoebe's, and how have you seen her develop with the Breakers in the Pale Blue? Oh, she's obviously an incredibly talented kid. Um, she's kind of shown that from from the day that she stepped out onto a cricket pitch. I think I'm not great with um, cricket stats and remembering specific games, but I do remember one of her first matches at North Sydney Oval um, for the Thunder. I think it was her first season of Thunder and she absolutely brained it and just made it look like she, you know, she was this international player when she was some young kid from the country who just came in for her first season of WBBL. So, um, yeah, she's definitely got a, a huge future ahead of her. Um, she's such a awesome person on and off the field fees and she's such a character as well and such a hard worker. Um, I think she, like a lot of people, but in particular, Phoebe's can be incredibly hard on herself, but that, I think that's something that can, you know, drive her to really strive for, for, um, for that next level, um, I guess. But yeah, I don't think it'll be too far away that she, um, she exchanges the, um, the lime green for the, um, you know, the green and gold, but, um, you know, watch this space in that regard. Watch this space. And has it been fun sort of <laughs> watching Phoebe's like, as we know, she's um, living her uni college college life. Like, it's mm-hmm. been fun to sort of watch her live that teenage life at the same time as be a professional cricketer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, she's someone who's a super social social butterfly, and she's obviously got a cricket side to her, but she's got an incredibly artistic side to her as well, um, which um, I think allows that that kind of you know. Um, separation from cricket life and, and living on campus and, and doing uni life. I think that allows her to express both sides of herself and, and kind of have, find that balance, which I think is super cool. Um, but uh, yeah, no, she's, um, as I said, she's, she's an incredible player. And, and um, I think the, um, you do 
sometimes pinch yourself because you forget how young these kids are because they're coming through and they're so talented and you're like, oh my God, you're still under 20, you know? So, um, and I think that's super important, you know, like I think, you know, professionalism of sports always going to, um, you know, allow or require a lot more time and a lot more energy, but um, also allow, you know, these young girls to have a youth as well without kind of being solely taken over by, by sport, um, which I think Phoebe finds that balance. Again, there's a cat's tail walking across the back. Sorry. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> Lindsay, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat. Um, we love your work. We're so happy that you and Jack are loving life with the Sixers and, yeah, wish you all the very ba- best and look forward to catching up in Ballarat. Yeah, too easy. Thanks so much, guys, and um, see you in Country Victoria. Country Victoria. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. He leaves away. Australia away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.